Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Good morning again to all of you, night to some of you. We get started with our daily meeting. 
and then jump into our marketing training right after this. Got a lot of things to discuss. I want to get some preliminary stuff out the way and get to the main thing I want to discuss, which is going to dominate the entire thing. Let's see. Deanna, the, the Pinnacle Awards. You need to jump on that, which is actually part of my main thing. Right? It's actually part of my main thing that I'm going to say. And for, to my knowledge, Susan Jerron's going to leave his job early so he can do his keynote tonight. We still need to have a backup plan just in case he is not allowed to do so. We'll work it out, but just know that, that that is what's happening right now. That's what's happening right now. Okay. All right. So he is willing and able and has intentions to leave early so he can do so. And of course, if he can't, you know, what's employer thing. But right now, everything is looking like a go. Good. All right. Now, let's see. I'm going to, where's Reggie? All right, good. I'm going to introduce a new class, a new book to the leadership class. Make sure Reggie can hear me. Hi. Outstanding. New book to leadership class that starts with, well, that starts, but that is right after the book you're about to read. And by the end of the day, I will give you that book and then Deanna, I want the syllabus updated. All right. Syllabus updated. Yes, sir. I want to introduce this new book because that time flew by fast. It was just January yesterday. The time flew by fast. Yes, it was. And I've been enjoying the teachings of <clears throat> Reggie and Deanna and they're not done yet. So I'm going to extend that at least another four weeks. I'm not done enjoying them. And it'll be in the same, well, it will follow the energy of the class. Just so you know, design that leadership, well, before I designed a leadership class, I sat in one similar to it in Lakewood. Lakewood church but it, it, it was more of an internship program this this part of it and every monday i had to sit in a leadership class and we did 10 books for four months all the way around 10 books for four weeks for 40 weeks and we broke them down and that was life-changing and i said man i should do something like this this was 2012 and so i took that concept and redeveloped it and put it on steroids and then bam it's been changing people Hundreds of people have gone through it now since I think I started in 2014, I believe, was the first year, 2014. And so we're six years in this leadership class. I can tell you the first year was garbage. Yep. The first year was garbage. First year, those people, all those people, but one, I would say, they're in the same geographical spiritual location it's garbage here's what happened steve i picked those first people 
here's also what happened, Satish. I was surrounded by garbage people. Oh, I'm trying to help y'all. It's also it's also leading to my main thing. I picked them, but I picked them from the garbage I was surrounded by. You see, in 2014, I wasn't. I, I wasn't this. I was. I was. Actually, I was this. I was completely me. Like the me you see now, I was completely that in 2014. There's no doubt about it. But I still had the people around me from my old awareness. Anybody relate to that? Mm -hmm. Go ahead now. So when you first started out and you grew into a different awareness, but you still had those of your old awareness around you, you're you're still a baby in your growth. What did you do to keep raising your awareness and not let the energy of those who were not as aware as you affect you? It was, no, nothing can affect you. That's not the way it's supposed to work. So two, I was a master in my growth. The problem was I was willing to die for people who wasn't willing to live for themselves. Okay, I'm just gonna hit mute. Man. <laughs> you, you, you understand? I'm I'm trying to die for them, Vanessa, but they don't even want to live for themselves. And when you quick question about the one day away challenge, have we started the accountability calls yet? Oh, I don't think so, actually. So let's start. Let's do that now. Thank you, Justin. Let's make sure that the accountability calls start now. All right, so let's let that be the day. Got it, Deanna? What? We've been doing it already. Oh, we're good. Good, good, good. I, I don't know if you've been doing it. We're good. good. That, means, that means his group hasn't been doing his, so that there you go. That's, that's what we're doing. All right, good, good, good. So we'll, we'll work that out. So good job, and good job for bringing it up. If if it's if it's brought up, it means it ain't happening. So there you go. Now, six years later, you know the class is all fine. The issue that I'm segueing to is you have to be careful about what you're observing. You got to be careful about what you're observing. Here's what I mean, and then I'll make all this uh, unopaque. I will I will make it great for you. I will take out the disam I will take out the amb ambiguity, make it disambiguous. You know what a disambiguator is, Grace? In the old times you had a name, but everybody was named David or David. But when you said David, son of Jesse, that was a disambiguator. Not just any David. It was, or, you know, David the blacksmith. You know, then it was the blacksmith. You know what I'm saying? Disambiguator. I want you all to know, as I set up the main point, is you got to be careful about living for people. I mean, dying for people who aren't willing to live for themselves. And you get to pick which one. 
you get to pick which one. There were three people who were who weren't assigned yet. Okay, Daniel, worked it out. All right, send me those names so I could I could fix it. I'll have it fixed in the next hour and a half. Which leads me to my main point: y'all not focused enough. Sorry, it just is what it is. Okay, like from what I can see, sitting back. Actually, I'm not even I'm not even a sit back type of CEO. I'm actually an in the mud type of CEO. They're not focused enough. Let me let me let me let me dispel anyone who immediately disagreed and got offended. I didn't say he wasn't focused. I didn't say he wasn't doing a good job. You could be doing a great job. It's not enough energy to bring what you desire. There is a difference. Do not confuse doing better with desired results. You're attempting to do something nobody in your family has ever done. That means you have to have a focus nobody in your family has ever had. It's just, it's that simple. Yes, you're doing a good job. I know you're doing a good job, but good jobs ain't good enough. Good jobs don't win Olympic gold medals. Good jobs don't make millionaires. They don't. They just don't. They just absolutely don't. But I get it. I know it's offensive, but I doubt that any of you are offended or will remain offended because you're the crazy people trying to do something. And so you're always open to receive. We'll receive this. You can do more. Let me tell you something I learned from military intelligence. I think I think David Grog has made this public in his book too. But they teach us that our brains will tell us to be safe. I can't tell you how many things I have done. I'm on paper, that's all that matters now. I'm a highly decorated military intelligence intelligence analyst. I have more to say, but but we won't get into all that. I have, I don't know, nine or ten awards awarded to me by the United States Army. There was a time I caught Frostbite. One of the awards, one of my highest awards, I caught Frostbite and still had to walk 13 clicks with Frostbite. Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure how to describe 13 clicks to you if you're in the, the 13 kilometers. But just if you're in the east, and it makes if you're not in America, what I just said makes sense. And I got awarded for it for doing some crazy stuff. Doesn't matter. But the only way I was able to do that is because at the very beginning they trained us that at forty percent of my output, my brain would say, "Wow, that's enough. We can't do no more." I need you to get something that 1% of the world joins the world's militaries. That's it. Anybody in the military is a top 1%er, period. This is, I mean, that's a volunteer, volunteer, a volunteer military. Okay. Some places it's mandated for two years, which I'm not sure I disagree with that. I think everybody should go to the military for at least two years. All right. You stop being soft. You, probably won't be racist, right? 
I don't know. Kind of hard to be racist when you got black people dying next to you. But anyway, who knows? I don't know much. I can tell you for sure. That top 1% of the people, excuse me, not top 1%, 1% of the people. And 1% of those people, only half of them receive that, you know, let's say half of them are average. It's still more than the 99 who didn't join, but average in that 1%. A tenth of that 1% would be some military job that is that involves a top secret security clearance that involves stuff that you see on TV that Hollywood glamorizes and all of that is to say this one thing y'all don't know how to push yourselves past the point of break because only a tenth of a tenth of a percent does. If you want to simulate the military, grow up poor. There you go. That works too. If you want to push yourself past something, grow up poor. I've got a bunch of stuff, but I notice even my team got focus has been in all the right places. Now it's time to break yourself. That's a very unpopular statement. Let me read this by Justin. So you get pulled out all directions, so I tend to let go, climb and reach down. See how the hand is up, there's assistant or pull me high once I've reached my goal. I can dig it. I want you to break yourself for your goal. It's be honest with you. I'm not telling you not to lose sleep. Sleep. If you want eight hours sleep, get eight hours sleep. When you wake up, you need to break yourself because yourself has you right here. And the simplicity of yourself is in a way. Some of you are millionaires. Great job, but yourself is in a way of you being more of a millionaire. You understand what I'm saying? Millionaire's new middle class as far as I'm concerned. No disrespect to the middle class, but middle class is poor as far as I'm concerned. I've done both. And I've done extreme poverty. And they all stink. And I'm tired of living in a world to where it takes $40 an hour just to be broke. And I shouldn't be the only one that feels that way. Because it's crazy out here. So here's how you do it. I want you to look at whatever you want and I want you to determine has anybody around you ever did it? Not somebody on the internet. I said around you. Okay. Middle class is most certainly a delusion. Around you. Does anyone know anybody in your family and I'm sure there's one that has, I'm going to ask this question specifically, the way I want to ask it. One million dollars cash flow, not assets, 
Assets don't go to the refrigerator. Okay. Cash flow. All right. So check it out. So you can do it. But if you're going to do what you've never seen, you've got to be something you've never seen. I'm not even trying to be philosophical on you. I'm just trying to tell you what you already know. Do more. You know it. You feel me? You want to say something, Justin? You're more than welcome. Uh, so you're saying there's a million dollars cash flow with 100000 per month after all expenses paid passively through industrialist businesses or information digital businesses. Is that what you're asking? A million dollars cash flow or a million dollars? Yes. What the, what you just said is actually fantastic. Nah, Any variation of too. I wasn't I wasn't even trying to be dogmatic about it either. That's you know Kiyosaki I mean? numbers right there. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I see how his mind broke that down. And again, and I, I most certainly wasn't even trying to be dogmatic about it. I wasn't trying to pigeonhole you. And then I'm just saying, there's a, I'm trying to separate you from the broke millionaires taking your pay tech protection program if you're in America. You, you feel what I'm saying? You know, or whatever it is. They, they, I've read an article today. Well, doesn't matter. You know, you just, I just want you to be better. But here's the deal. You want you to be better. So I'm preaching to the choir. But I've got enough evidence to know that y'all don't know what it takes to be better. So let me give it to you in the simplicity. You can't be you no more. That core you, that's always you. You don't change that. My man Jay-Z said that. You was here before you was here before you got here. You can change but that's just the top layer. That's on the Black Album, by the way. Great philosopher, Sean Carter. Just saying. I'm, I'm very well balanced. Very well balanced. I'm not saying change the core of you. I'm saying that this universe will never give you what you deserve. Excuse me. Will never give you more than what you deserve, ever. It's called the law of compensation. The law of compensation in its simplicity says that you are compensated to the level of your awareness. It can never do anything else. The law of, Gianna wants me to repeat, the law of compensation, just simply put, is you are compensated to the level of your awareness. That's simple. I, in a trash can, I want to be rich and famous. Guess what? I'm rich and famous. It has nothing to do with my merit. It had everything to do with the fact that in my awareness, I put it there and I never had nobody to talk me out of it. You can't scare a kid that lives in a trash can. What you gonna, what you gonna, you gonna make me poor? You gonna cut off my lights? Ain't got them either. Ain't nothing you can do. My attitude is a little different. Right When I walk into a business deal, I know that I had to go through hell to get to this business deal. Other people just went to college. Go ahead, Shaker. When you say <clears throat> law of compensation, you're compensated to level of your awareness. How does, so number one is 
what is awareness when you say awareness is it oh i want to make a million dollars i want to see myself as a millionaire or a billionaire should i dream of it should i ask for it should i oh, what is it that you did what is it that antonio t smith junior did when he was going through that how did he live each of his day each of his moment what did he think what what did he dream of what did he wish for how did he serve what was it that he did he do every moment of his life to get there okay no no doubt i'm going to answer about three questions up and then i'm asking justin to help me out too because justin has actually achieved a million dollars so we're going to to my knowledge i think there's only two people on this call that's done so so he has every right to assist in this question as well because your question is asking how to get to where justin is you know what i'm saying so we're going to i'll we'll just piggy we'll just go back and forth justin that way i, I don't you know step in your way just to make it crystal clear though i ain't, I ain't faking on here i i am nowhere near a hundred thousand after <laughs> no, 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 that's that. My goal is to get to a hundred thousand cash flow passively, but you know, I got a lot of things going on. Passively is the goal, but I'm not at a hundred thousand after expenses yet. No doubt, or, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, nothing wrong with that. So, so you had a couple of questions up in there, man. Let me let me outline these questions, put them in the chat for me, Deanna. I'm going to go out of order because I just put them in my memory files and I put them as I was receiving them. What did you do? What is awareness? An understood question is what's the difference between awareness? Or how are you using awareness is really what he was asking too. And there was one more in there. Hold on, going back. It was a very powerful now. So the way to remember things is you got to have a good picture. You have to have a, a good action. You have to have a location. That's, the only, it's, that's how you remember stuff. A, a good picture, a good image. Uh, then that image must have an action on it. And then you have to put it in a location, like a memory file. I can't remember this fourth one because I didn't have a good enough action on it. I remember the picture, but not a good enough action. So we'll stick with the three until until I talk myself back into remembering the fourth one. I'm gonna do with what is awareness? And then I'll let I'll let Justin ask, what did you do? I answer, what did you do? Awareness. First off, let me ah, I remember your question now. I remember the one I forgot. I remember when I forgot. I have so I put Bob Proctor as a picture. I didn't put no action on it. Later today, put in. Actually, we'll probably do it together real quick. If you're listening just audibly, I'm sharing my Google Chrome and I'm in my Audible library. But I'm going to YouTube now. And I'm going to type in one of the greatest teachers to walk on planet Earth. And then I'm going to put in law of compensation. And right here, Bob Proctor breaks down the law of compensation. And I just put it in the chat. There you go. It's eight minutes. Well, are you aware of Bob Proctor? 
when you were in the Tashkan Antonio? No. No. That's why my question becomes all the more important. I want to yeah. know what is it that you did? No doubt. No doubt. I wasn't aware of, I wasn't even aware of the concept of God. I didn't even have the concept of God. Like any, any religion, this is why I don't make a, a good Christian at all. Any religion, I didn't, I didn't even get the ready concept of God till I was 14. This was after my adoption, after my adoption. So I did all this not understanding any concept of source, energy, universe, God, all that stuff. Let me first say awareness has nothing to do with intellect. Intellect has nothing to do with awareness. I'm going to give some some simple definitions. They are they are a bit archaic. Okay, I, I repeat, they're a bit archaic, but they serve the purpose for this call. I could do better, but I'm talking to a bunch of people with a bunch of different level of awareness, so I'll, I'll make it um, archaic. I, I don't know how to break down the word archaic even even simpler. I will. I have no other word but archaic to use because elementary is, is not a good word here. Elementary found, you know, be basics. Deanna wanted me to repeat. Intellect has nothing to do with awareness and awareness has nothing to do with intellect. They're two totally different things. And it's in, in this archaic, I guess, I don't know. What the hell does archaic mean? Let's find out together. It's going to bother me all day. Well, I know what it means, but I'm trying to figure say, out. I know you know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how to because it's it's captured. It's exactly. like dusty. It's like dusty old textbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very old fashioned. Dusty no old longer folks. Every, yeah. Yeah. Don't millennials want to hear none of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm trying to, because it's not, I'm not saying, I'm giving you a simple definition. I'm saying stuff, I'm saying, I'm about to say stuff we don't talk about no more is what I'm trying to say. I just didn't know how to say it without using the word archaic. Okay. You can be smart and dumb. So we won't talk like that no more. We, you know, we say, oh, gee, you show book smart. You ain't street smart. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that? And street smart is awareness. Do you, yeah. you, you understand? Yeah. Book smart is exactly what you think it is. You know, we don't talk like that no more. We used to. We grew up like that. We don't, we don't, we don't hear that stuff no more now. Nah, I don't know what happened. You know, after 1985, they stopped making real people. I guess I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, hopefully, y'all know younger than that. This Shots big fired. <laughs> 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 I just picked a date. <laughs> the so there's a big difference, bro. There's an absolute big difference. Just cause you, just cause y'all receive something, just cause you say I receive it, I get it, I get it. Just cause you understand it doesn't mean that it has affected your auto suggestion to the point in which you have allowed it to master your life. Now, let me stop real quick. I'm going to draw it out for you, but I want Justin to say something here. Plus, Justin, you can tell him what you did, and then I'll double back. So what I did, first off, uh, I sold drugs. 
Likewise. <laughs> uh, second off, uh, when I was in the actual, in the music industry, following my father's footsteps, who was actually a hustler and a um, musician as well. Um, so I started off interning. Um, from then, I kind of worked my way up into different departments. And within that, to fuel my look and to fuel my lifestyle, because I wanted to jump the gun. I started off, but I, you know, I wanted to be the fly dresser. So I fueled that with uh, drug money, but it actually boosted me higher. And then I got, inevitably got into a little bit of trouble. Um, and long story short, when the music industry started to die down and shift started to change, I dwindled and drifted. I can't hear you. I dwindled and drifted into the uh, subprime mortgage business. And within the subprime mortgage business is where I actually met and saw the movers and the shakers of the game, the people that were actually um, controlling the community, pillaging the community, raping the community, uh, and getting rich off the community as well. And from there, once I learned that end of the business, I started my own company and then went back into my passion, which is actually music. So how I accumulated um, a great part of, of my start wealth is I took my knowledge and my funds from hustling and from subprime mortgages, and I started a company. I actually invested in myself, and I invested in Robert Kiyosaki's course and became a professional investor. Because even though I had money, probably more money than I had before, I didn't know what to do with it to put it on paper so you can have whatever you want and they'll give you cause change and, and, and foolishness but when it comes good to learning what an asset and a liability is most of us are completely in the dark completely like a newborn baby and then once I learned that what we were doing was what America did to to be America it started to make good sense to me all the stuff that we were doing in the communities, and I used to equivalent it to train to. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news trading stocks and trading gold because i like the, what i call stay out of the circus i don't want nobody to know who i am i don't want nobody to know what i did and i treated it as a business and it treated me as a business once you get into the you know excuse my french if i curse on this line but once you get into who's fucking who and who's wearing this and who's driving this and all that kind of things. That's just a circus. That's an economy within the economy. I saw 
crooked lawyers getting rich off people. I saw jewelers right next to people getting rich, car dealers getting rich, um, crooked real estate agents getting rich off people. And then when they go to jail and the jail gets rich off them, these guys go and they start all over again. But from there, I, I started a, um, a music management company. And I did well with investing in restaurants and also buying catalogs with my producers. So I became a music producer. And then I would also, everything that we did, I would make sure, as my father used to tell me to keep his catalog, I'd make sure to keep my publishing. And the publishing of everything that we did, whether it's music and TV, whether it was any type of placement that we get, we keep a great percentage of our catalog. And from there, you can take that catalog and then go get publishing deals off the catalog that you have and take the advance of the publishing deals. And if the music didn't sell, it didn't matter because you didn't have to give the publishing advance back. And I still get publishing royalties to this day, every month. That's part of my positive cash flow. So I did that. I did wholesales. Still, I'm doing wholesales, short sales and foreclosures as well. So I dwindled that up into a business and learned it. And then from there, I've been continued running. It's been a marathon ever since. Investing in businesses, investing in IPOs. Every year I'm taking schools and calls just like this. I'm just reinventing the wheel over and over again every year. So that's actually what I did. So I don't think a lot of people actually know what cash flow actually is. They say, do you have a million dollars? Do you have $10 million? Yeah, people can have that sitting in the bank at point whatever percent interest but cash flow is actually money that's working for you whether you work or not and you only accumulate that through industrial businesses who provide a cash flow or royalty or you accumulate that through music publishing you accumulate that through book sales you can accumulate that through now digital real estate which is the information age which is a big thing um e-commerce is not a cash flow but it's similar to a cash flow because you can automate it to have it work for, for itself. Stocks, I haven't figured out the stock game yet, but stocks, there's a way to get cash flow off of stocks and options as well. So when you got cash flow, that's providing unshakable wealth. Like you can, your net worth on paper could be a trillion dollars, it doesn't matter, but you can't get to that liquid. You could have a million dollars in the bank or 10, 200, 500 million dollars in the bank, but your debt, your bad debt can be, you know, 500, 500 months. So if you're at, if you're neck and neck with your debt, then you're really not worth what you what they say you're worth. You're really at negative zero. So a lot of people, financial education is key because a lot of people don't understand what it is. Most people just, and I came from a family on my mother's side, which was if you went to school, you know, you were good and me getting kicked out of school, you know, you were the bad guy. But those people, become W-2 employees, which is nothing wrong with it, but you're getting taxed at 40% income. Then you got to pay another 20% for your Medicaid and everything else is going on. And then you work for 40 hours a week for them to take 50% of your income. And then you retire at 65 and hope that this Social Security is, is going to pay you. So they call it the 40-40-40 club. And within that, those type of people hate on entrepreneurs and business owners because they said they went to school for nothing. They paid all that debt in school for nothing while business owners could come and move and shake. So that's what I did. Um, and that's my explanation of actually cash flow. I hope it 
got in detail for you guys that you can actually understand it. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. But just to clarify again, you know, cash flow is passive income, either through industrial investments or through digital or through music royalties or through if anything that's coming after your expenses. So if your expenses a month are 20,000 a month, say if you have a mortgage that's five grand and a business office that's two or three and a car that's 500 or a car that's a thousand, whatever the case is and your kid's school, all this, all these expenses add up to 20,000 a month and your investment pays you, not what you make every month. So you can make, you can make a million dollars a month, that's fine. But if your expenses are at $20,000 a month and your businesses, without you being there, are paying you $20,000 a month, that means your cash, you're, you're financially free. So the definition of wealth is if you stop working, how many, is, is measured in time. How long will your wealth last? You see Antonio, maybe in the hundreds of millions and I'm up, and I'm be, might be in the low millions right now. But if you stop working right now, if you stop all your income, how long would that last if you had to pay expenses? And if you don't have no positive cash flow, the money goes out, but nothing comes back in. If you have cash flow, you don't have to touch nothing. Now, smart people, rich people, when that happens, if they don't have the cash flow coming in, they stop paying, they stop paying bills. Like now, and you'll see it right now, when you got a pandemic and a recession, money's not coming in, they're not paying bills, which means the economy freezes up. If people don't spend money, that means that the worker doesn't get paid. Businesses shut down. That's why the dollar, that's why they pump up. Actually, that's why the stimulus package is being sent out. And that's why the middle class was so vital to the American economy, because the middle class was the heartbeat of the American economy, because the middle class, working class people are the ones that actually spend their money. They buy long-term liabilities to look a certain part. That's what keeps the economy thriving. Um, so I hope that you guys got all that you could out of this. And if you have any questions, please feel free. I'm right here for me. Brilliant. They clapping for you, man. Receive it. Receive it, brother. Receive it. Thank you, Justin. Now, Thank you. Yes. Now, every, that's why I wanted him to, this, it, it would be inappropriate for me not to let someone who's who's done it like he's i didn't you know i can't take credit for uh creating his millions he did that on his own now everything this man said had he might as well just say hey i did some stuff and i just start looking at i start pulling the curtain back and i start getting awareness and not intellect it's basically what he should have just said he right he's just it's basically what he was just saying He's saying, you know, who effing who, who effing who. Yeah, I've realized that that, and listen to what he said, that is an economy in itself. It is. He realized everybody got economies around him but him, so he changed it. And that's not something you get intellectually because you can't see it. You can't see that. You can't, intellectually, y'all can't see that you turn your money into turds, like number two, like when you go use the restroom, urine, or someone else's economy. That's what most of your money goes to. I should really teach that class. Turds, urine, and someone else's economy, and name it that. That's what most of your money go to. They go to your credit card debt or some debt 
that ain't working for you. You go out and eat and you put it in the porcelain throne or you drink it and, and it becomes, right? Seriously, think about your money. That's where it's going. And you say, well, I help other people. Okay, so go to your, so your grandkids is turning it into poop then, and not you, right? Either way, that's where your money is going. And you don't want your money, you don't want all your money doing that. Okay, you don't want all your money to do that. Now, let me draw this out for you, man, because your question is for the bless a lot of people. I'm going to, let me stop the screen real quick. I'm going to explain this from two different perspectives. I'm going to merge them into one. I'm going to attempt to tap into my best Bob Proctor. I'm going to attempt to tap into Napoleon Hill. And I'm going to give you the third element, the dude in the black V-necks all the time. Okay. This is, this is what I'm going to do. If I die right now, actually, well, let me say, if I just stop doing everything, I ain't got to do nothing for the rest of my life. It just it doesn't matter. I just not have to do nothing for the rest of my life. If I die, my kids are taken care of through through means I'm not really okay with. They're they're taken care of through insurance and through 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 events that will happen in the triggering of my death. Does that, does that make sense? You know, I, I won't call these. This is smart. But Justin understands, I, I won't call that cash flow for them. Do you understand? And, and so I'm you think event based, event based, you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not the same. So what you see me doing is to grind for the second generation. And what I'm attempting to do is put enough in them to where their generation is taken care of. Their, their next generations take care of because the wealth typically implodes. That's that's explodes from within by the third generation. There's a whole. There is a. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's a it's a whole Eastern concept. Um, now let me draw this here so all you can get this here because this isn't this is valuable, y'all. This is valuable. intellect and then you have awareness these two things are not the same but they're also not mutually exclusive either you can have both you really can but if you want to be successful and I sure hope y'all hear me you don't need this one at all. You don't need intellect. I, I mean, <laughs> you go back 200 years, they was getting married at 14, Vanessa. Let me tell you something. We got it. We got it. Y'all, y'all done got to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, now I got to put my weight on it, Grace. Y'all done got to modernize. You think stoplights is objective reality. Law, we just invented that, yo. We don't stoplights in 1865. Yeah, here's awareness, okay? Awareness says I will run the hell out of a red light if I want to. I will. I will. This is how millionaires think. I, Vanessa, I will run that red light. 
and then you'll be in the passenger seat and you'll go crazy. Oh my God, how could you run that red light? And I'll tell you, that red light don't control me. And you'll say, see, see, that's you can't think like that. And then you'll probably hit me with some religion or something. I'll be like, man, you trying to hear all that. That red light don't control me. And then you'll say, well, why you read it? I said, the red light controls traffic. Grace, there was no traffic. There was no cars. It was just me and the red light. So I ran it because there's no traffic. And then, being intellectually smart, you would say, but what if it was a cop right there? Would you run the red light? And I would tell you no. And then you would say, well, see, you're doing it because you're scared of cop. And I would say no, because the cop or any vehicle implies traffic. And then in the protection of my vehicle, I would not run the red light because I don't feel like doing insurance claims and causing myself debt I didn't want to have to do. If that's not a great example <laughs> of awareness versus intellect, then I can't give you another one. Yes, I should stop. Listen, y'all. Y'all rules don't apply to me. I clearly don't live by them. I follow them when I feel like following them. I'm not preaching anarchy or separatism. I'm just telling you, like Justin, I said, oh, y'all got y'all little economies. You do know they made a whole economy off of stoplights. Get out of here. First off, bananas is free. When folk look like me was dominant culture, you just picked up a banana and you bought it and traded. You understand? Now, you got to go in some store and pay for something to grow out the ground for free. I respect that. But don't try to let me, like, don't try to fool me and make me think that's how the universe works. That I got to go follow laws by man to eat. Now, son, that's the benefits of growing up poor. I don't see those laws. You do. Grace, I mean, Deanna, you want to say something? I remember the first time you introduced that concept to me, because you introduced a few other concepts to me, and I think they were all on the same day, and my brain was just kind of like, because I think that's also the same day you introduced the concept mm -hmm. of... People hate when I say that, too. They hate that stoplight exam. Hate it. Keep going. <laughs> you also presented to me the concept of we still don't have a choice. The only choices that we have are the choices that people still give us, but they give us the illusion that we have a choice. Prime example, there are three lanes. I prefer driving in one lane, but is that really my choice? I'm only given the choice of three lanes. So you introduced that concept to me, but the day you introduced the concept of running a, of running a red light because it's there to control traffic, I have to catch myself now because sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'm like, okay, just go, Deanna. And I'll be like, okay, no, because what if a car comes on the moment you decide to go? Because there's no traffic. And every time I come to, uh, and I, I, I do do that. Like if I come to a stoplight and there's absolutely no traffic either way, 
I just, I look, make sure ain't no popo around, and I go. Because there's no traffic, so it's to control. But the, the, the first day you introduced that to me, it literally opened up my mind to a few different things. I'm, I'm about to blow it right now in the next seven minutes. Okay? Listen, y'all. Y'all follow too many rules. That's why you're poor. You follow too many. And I didn't say you middle class. Middle class is poor. There's only wealthy and there's only poor. There is nothing else. Anything else that they taught you, they taught you. That's why you struggling. Because rules are written by winners to uphold your losing condition. Don't you ever forget it. Can I add to that, sir? Oh, yes, sir. First off, on the traffic light, I have an interesting thing that I tell kids uh, and adults, for that matter, in regards to the traffic light. Uh, Coming up in inner city communities there's a lot of gangs but same thing i said to you when when uh talking about somebody and on, on the call that always like to wear red and how you train a dog is usually with colors and flags it's the same way the same mechanism that has your mind stop or slow down at yellow go green and stop at red is the same trigger inside your brain same chemical that releases inside your brain that has you look at your other brother, your other self as an enemy because he has on a different coat. And now I, I equated that and that's how you divide a lot of cops. You know, when you talk about running lights, most that's like one of their only uh, advantages of being law enforcement, especially if you're a minority. Um, but that's, a whole, that's a whole, another question for another story. But so when you see your other brother with a different color on and that ignites enemy and you don't even know this brother he didn't do anything to you to your family to nobody that's usually what they use to divide and conquer it's been divide and conquer has been how they got us on slave trips divide and conquer is how uh if you're in the military you know when you divide and conquer when you go to a different country and you want to take over you divide and conquer that's the mentality that keeps people divided and keeps people killing each other which is an economy within an economy as well because the lawyers are right there Funeral homes are right there. Police need their jobs, so they're right there to create violence. Um, that's that's just there, and that's just a low-level mindset. And I equated it to people. Uh, I grew up. I was born in Brooklyn, grew up in Queens, and then migrated to different parts of Long Island. And in different parts of Long Island, you have uh, the offspring of the people who got rich in the inner-city communities, but kept their kids out in Long Island to keep them away from the the, the drugs and the violence that they control. So you have a lot of um, what was when when I guess the mafia was in his heyday? You have a lot of that. You have a lot of that offspring. So I equated it to say, and they're nothing like their grandfather's father or anything else. That's why they, most of them are getting extorted, bullied, and they're running and clinging to their names. Some of them, some some of the other generations are good people because they've migrated into mixed communities now. But it's not you know they they cling off of a name and that goes to image association because they see their their forefathers as one and they see our forefathers as this. Um, but you see that though, that color transition. So when you see somebody wearing something and I, you see somebody wearing something, especially a young kid, you let them know, why are you beefing with your brother? You're stopping at the red light because it's red, but why are you beefing at him because it's turned green? If I was in, if I was of another race and I was in a Genovese family and I was made, 
right? Whatever silly thing they do is pick on whatever whatever that silly shit is that they do to say that nobody can touch them would means nothing to me or anybody else. But if I was that and I and I wore the color red, and I walked down the street and I saw my brother and he wore the color blue. And we were enemies because he was part of the Gambino family and I was part of the Genovese family and we were at war. The next day, I decided to go in my closet and wear blue. Does that now make me a Gambino and I'm Genovese? I'm asking a question. Does that, does that... It seems like it. <laughs> So then, how come? So, so, so then, how come our brothers and sisters could wear red one day and wear blue the other day, and now all of a sudden they're crip and they're blood, or wear yellow one day and now all of a sudden they're Latin king? Where's the where's the 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 roots, or where's the authenticity into anything that you are a part of? If what you're a part of can change by the shirt that you wear, then it means nothing. Facts. Big facts. But go back to Deanna. I like running lights too when there's no when there's no cameras. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cameras just bring up that's bad debt at this point because they gonna get you right, right. So Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Vanessa Den Law. Okay. One quick question. So when it really boils down, it's just the universe. The universe is round, and we all have a place in it. Pretty much. Everything yeah, else, we were, we were born into conditions, and what we're doing today is raising our awareness, which is our consciousness, to think outside of the conditions in which we have fallen into, whether good. they are good, bad, or indifferent. And, and good. Everything you're saying is on point. I got no corrections. You just got to keep going. I want to add to it. Like, stay right where you was and then get to the point where it's good, bad, or indifferent. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because it's all here to serve you to get to where you want to go. When you can get to a point where you're not offended by the ignorance of others. I got you. Right? When the voice mm -hmm. on the inside of you is louder than the voice on the outside of you, you have mastered your life. Okay. I'm no longer real sensitive because I heard you say earlier, you get, we got to get tough. And I equate that with growing up. Yep. And um, yeah. So now make I, sure I wanna, you, mm -hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I, just I want you to, to keep that sensitivity. Though. I want you to keep that empathy because okay. that's your part in the universe. You feel yeah. me? Like that's how you share the light. Okay. But you have to develop tough skin mm -hmm. around, you, you know, like you got to be able to take some bullets. Okay. You got to be able to take some bullets. And if you can't take some bullets, you need to surround mm -hmm. yourself with people who their job is to take some bullets to assist you in showing your empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like don't, okay. don't change. Yeah, don't don't harden up. When I said be tough, should have said it in a different way. Do not change core you because you are more than likely somebody that knows what to say to Justin if someone close to him dies. I'll be all weird. Because my light doesn't come out that way. Okay. Yours does. Okay. You get me? All right. Mm -hmm. And we need 
more sensitive people. We just need these sensitive people to have their own economies and to not be offended by insensitive people unless it's injustice. And that's a whole different story. Okay. So, and one more quick thing and I'm done. No worries. When this little stimulus check comes, I want you to show me what to do with it, okay? Deal. No problem. And I do it (laughs) free of charge. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Deanna, make sure I do that. I will absolutely do that. If anybody else wants that help, I would do that for you free of charge. I do not want your money. I I want you to take your money. I got you. And I want you to I want you to have it to where you don't need a stimulus check. Good job. Thank you, Vanessa. Go ahead, Long. He will help you. He did it for me. I don't need your. Uh, listen, that's your. Any, anyway, don't don't get me started because we uh, we got it here. Go ahead, go ahead, Laura. I'm listening. I just. I just yeah. Well, let, let me just say what I want to say. I am not a slave master. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah. to free y'all. Free <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so I don't want you. you know, I got to pay these bills whether y'all was here or not. You feel right. me, Jerry? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, Jerry don't get on hard time, sleep on my couch. I'd be like, well, you know, you're paying half the rent now. Now, man, I got to pay these bills regardless. You understand? Right. You do too. <laughs> Come on, Law. Go ahead, Law. Go ahead. My bad. Okay, no, my service keeps going out in this here office. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. It sounds good, too. Okay, great. Uh, what I wanted uh, you to clarify for me was, because I thought the whole idea of generational wealth is to leave something behind so your family members or the persons that you care most about don't struggle or go through the same thing that you go through. Now, I've seen a couple people within this organization as in other uh, wealthy people as well that say that they won't leave anything behind. Is it a particular reason why, or are they setting up those individuals before they go? So therefore, when they are not here, they don't have to worry about that. So there's a Chinese saying that goes, "Fu bu guan sun dai," and it means wealth does not go past three generations. The only reason I know this is because I'm teaching my boys Mandarin. All right, now the people like me saying I'm not leaving my boys nothing or something like that or whatever you're going to say they're talking from a different perspective now there's a whole movement in hollywood saying they won't do that and i see it and i respect it too there you go he hits a bad generation of behavior from environmental habits right my kids gotta work law because i want them to know two things i want them to know that work sucks and i also want them to know that work is all you got it's a it's a it's a it's a paradox you understand that if they stop you then go out there till the ground plant some potatoes and create your own economy at the same time remember Doing that for another man ain't smart. I need him to know both. My, 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 my. All right. So I'm going to hijack your class here uh, for the first 30 minutes. Shaker, where, where are you at, Shaker? Right there, Okay, I know it's gazillion. No, it's just 730 over there for you. Hop, hop on the next class. Okay, 
If nobody else, you hop on the next class. So I can. Hey, sir, can you hear me? All right, so I can finish answering your question. All right, all right. Anybody else who wants to as well, Justin, you are a a a joy every time I see you, man. I, I'm grateful, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like like no BS, bro. Man to man, I appreciate you. Thank you, yes, brother. Sir. I'm I'm working on becoming a show pony so I can become effectively and communicating and looking good on TV. <laughs> I've That's been a thoroughbred all my life, but, but, but saying it on TV and being a public speaker is new to me, so you got to bear with me a little bit. No doubt, man. I did the same thing. That's why I'm dropping all this weight, man. I was doing crunches earlier, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm at, I'm at the perfect size, but I got to get rid of this stomach now, Jerry. I get rid of this stomach. That's why I'm doing all this here. And then this weight you I sent you a workout yesterday. You sure did with your crazy self. Oh, Wear a waistband. I, Put on saw, a waistband. Uh, I saw her floor sweating. She's tripping. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Deanna. I saw this video. It was crazy. But this woman took Saran wrap and Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, that's how they do it. Rubbed it on all of the areas that she wanted, slept overnight. The next morning, her waistline was smaller. She didn't have the little, the little pooch, wasn't pooching out as much. So maybe you want to try that. I mean, you'll walk around smelling like Vicks or you go to sleep smelling well, like you know. Diesel fuel might work too. I don't know. You might try <laughs> diesel. Work. Listen, it works. They do it in the gym, oh, Antonio. They do it in the gym. Y'all okay. got me dying. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat right and work out. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do, because mm -hmm. it's the only way my millionaire mindset know how to get stuff done. <laughs> it's to do it <laughs> the hard way, in the basic way. <laughs> That's the That's only way. That's intellectual. <laughs> That's intellectual there. <laughs> All right, John. Let's jump on the next call. Thank you. <laughs> when the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is 
probably the greatest job finder that's out there. And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.